And on Republican Day, uh, joined by another Republican, State Senator Steve McClure from the Springfield area. Senator, thanks for taking time. How are you? Thanks for having me, Greg. I'm well. So uh, like we've been talking about a variety of different things, of course, with Democrat Day yesterday. I guess technically it's Governor's Day, uh, but uh, they, they shared a message of unity uh, that uh, they're all together and they're going to fight for, for more uh, Democrats to, to take over more seats and to maintain the seats they have. Um, what, what, what's the message you took away uh, from what you've uh, been able to see from yesterday? From what I've seen overall, I think that the only thing that the Democratic Party is unified right now is trying to make sure as many criminals are able to commit as many crimes as possible in our state. We have an absolutely rampant crime problem. Um, and if you look at a lot of the legislation that was passed, from whether it was uh, legalizing the criminal transmission of HIV to forcing victims to sit through another sentencing hearing for the person that abused them, uh, and the only outcome could be a lesser or the same sentence to this 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 terrible crime bill, which is going to allow for really dangerous people to be released. Uh, and so, you know, that's what I see, Greg. I see it. And, and you know, we've seen uh, in but, spring. But, but, Senator, but Senator, really quick, is it fair, though, to say that they they want criminals to be able to do more crimes? I think if you look at the, the legislation that they've passed, I think the answer for that is yes. I mean, we think about this, Greg. You can now no longer, when, when, this, when, the, when the crime bill fully gets implemented, you can no longer hold a person at all for pretrial detention if they commit witness intimidation. I mean, think about that. So you got somebody on the street that is accused of intimidating witnesses during a trial or trying to stop them from talking to police or whatever it is, and you cannot detain them. What sort of an environment is that for justice or for uh, fighting crime? And, you know, one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest problems that we have, and it's not just in Sprinkle, but in Chicago, is that witnesses, particularly of gang crimes, are scared to testify. And a lot of people get away with things because of that. What, what message does that send when the governor signs a bill that says if you're committing the crime of witness intimidation, if you're accused of it, and there's uh, evidence that by probable cause that you're committing this crime, we cannot detain you under any circumstance. You have to be released back into the public. This would even include while the trial is going on potentially. So, you know, robbery, uh, things of that nature. Robbery, you can't hold a person any longer when this is fully implemented if someone is accused of committing robbery and you show by a uh, probable cause that they're, they've committed this crime. You can't hold them in detention. They've got to be released immediately. I'm not sure what you'd call that, Greg. And what, what sense is there to say that a person is allowed to criminally transmit HIV to a person who does not consent to it against their will? And, and yet... Um, you, you couldn't go into a business without a mask, uh, even if you were COVID negative, uh, without getting a criminal, potentially getting a criminal misdemeanor for the business. So none of this makes sense unless you are trying to create an environment where people can feel that they can commit any sort of crime. And guess what, Greg? Their plan is working because we're seeing record crime, including in Springfield. We are shooting at White Oaks Mall for crying out loud, Greg. I mean, this is unbelievable stuff. And yet this party, unfortunately, has done nothing to stop that. In fact, they're doing a lot more to encourage it. It's terrible. State Senator Steve McClure with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, live from the Illinois State Fair. Uh, when it comes to uh, how to, I guess, reverse course here, uh, is there is there a way to reverse course? We've seen some of the law enforcement community in Chicago, for instance, raise the issue of their bail reform leading to people getting out on the streets. Is that is that enough? Is, is law enforcement uh, and their opposition to some of these things enough 
to reverse the trends that we're seeing or to combat the narrative that the Democrats are pushing out there saying, hey, we need criminal justice reform. We need equity uh, in the criminal justice system. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, certain individuals aren't treated harsher uh, for for committing certain crimes and whatnot. How, how do you best get that message across? Well, number one, there's room for criminal justice reform if it's truly reform, making something better. But their idea of criminal justice reform is just eliminating crimes so you're still doing the same terrible behavior, but they're no longer crimes, and letting people do whatever they want without any consequences and without uh, public safety in mind. So to answer your question, what do you do? If you're going to release somebody without cash bail, you have to have things in place to monitor them, period. Particularly robbery, witness intimidation, that sort of a thing. First of all, witness intimidation, you should be able to be allowed to be held in jail for that. I'm sorry, but you should. Same with robbery. These, these, but if they're going to go that route, if they are, then you have to have GPS electronic monitoring, and you have to have 24-hour surveillance of all the GPS uh, monitored uh, pretrial release uh, 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 accused people that are accused of crimes. They're, they're released on pretrial. You've got to be able to monitor them. And so we don't have that at all. So basically right now the way that it works is you get an electronic monitoring bracelet. Someone is, is not monitoring that 24 hours a day. And all it says is that you're out of range. We need to know where you're going, what you're doing, and there has to be some teeth to your pretrial release. And, and, and that's what states like New Jersey, which eliminated cash bill largely, that's what they did to try to keep the public safe. This bill just eliminates it and throws everybody out and says, well, good luck. And so that's not going to solve any crimes. In fact, that's going to make things much worse because now it looks like you can do whatever you want without any real repercussions. And so uh, those are just a couple of steps that we can do. But we also need more law enforcement and to encourage law enforcement because the only way you solve crimes is if we have enough investigators to, to look at these shootings, most of which go unsolved and to try to track down people that we need to track down. So those are a few steps that we can take. You were at a uh, news conference not long ago uh, with the governor. Uh, he was signing a bill uh, to strengthen Scott's law, uh, for instance. Uh, and uh, you know, he was asked the question about uh, how does he uh, square up the, the push for uh, more lax policies when it comes to certain crimes and uh, saying that he supports uh, law enforcement. Uh, from what you've seen, is, is, it, is, it, is it just words or... Uh, are, are Democrats also taking actions to, to support law enforcement? I'll just put it this way. I think everyone needs to be consistent. You can't just, if there's a big protest, go out and scream and say terrible things about the police. And then if there's a law enforcement member who's been murdered, then go and say how, how wonderful law enforcement is. I mean, that's you got people that are talking out of both sides of their mouth. Now, now there's this you know pro-police, pro-public safety uh public sentiment out there, and so we got politicians trying to take advantage of that. I've been consistent the whole time. I would just encourage my friends on both sides of the aisle to be consistent across the board. We, public safety is so important, and we, and we have to thank our officers who do, do such an incredible job under such extremely difficult circumstances now, and you know, I think that's where we all need to be right now, and I hope that the governor decides to stay on that path and doesn't go back to the other path. We need, we need, to, we need to be pro-public safety and pro-law enforcement. State Senator Steve McClure on the WMAY Morning News Feed for Republican Day here at the Illinois State Fairgrounds. Uh, we also have something else that's coming up at some point. Who knows what ultimately it'll look like, but energy. We've talked about energy in the past. You're in the Springfield area representing the constituents here. Uh, we've got CWLP. You've got uh, uh, the, the, the plant down in Marissa, Prairie Generation Center. Uh, these are coal-fired power plants. Um, this this measure that's coming together is going to try to end coal in 15 or 20 years, however you cut it, uh, by 2045. Um, what's going on here? What's the latest intel that you can provide? Well, I think 
I think the governor still really wants the, the deal to be had here, so we'll see what happens there. But all of this, as you know, Greg, is so political, because what they're going to do if this bill ever passes is the same energy that would have been produced in Illinois is now going to just be introduced, uh, going to be produced, excuse me, in Indiana. So we're, it, it's going to be the same net effect to the environment. We're just going to be buying our uh, electricity from Indiana. And so does anybody think that makes any sense? So that's why I say if you're going to try to do something, make sure it makes sense. And also uh, look at what's happening nationwide because, you know, you do something here and then do more of it there because one entity is not doing something here. It still has the same net net outcome, net effect on the environment. So what should uh, people expect here? I mean, is it going to be uh, you know a mix of some bipartisan support because you have uh, individuals uh, who have nuclear power plants in their backyard worried that they're going to be closing up? The Byron facility, uh, there's another facility as well. It's slated for closure. Um, what 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 do you ultimately uh, think is going to happen here? Is it going to be heralded as a, a bipartisan win or, or what? Well, we've got different senators in competing districts, and that's Democrat and Republican who have different uh, energy needs in their districts and different energy sources in their district. So I would say that if a deal is had, based on recent memory for anything that's been controversial, it's probably going to be done at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's probably going to be very sloppily done, and there are probably going to be lots of mistakes with it and lots of issues with it. So maybe that doesn't happen this time, and maybe there's no deal. I don't know. But uh, to be honest with you, the, the most controversial pieces of legislation are not done in a way that the public would be proud of. And I would... I would suggest that the energy bill would probably be done the same way. Senator Steve McClure with us. Uh, one last thing, and, and uh, we've, of course, had uh, various other Republicans on throughout the morning, uh, and I'm going to plan on talking with Senator Rose about this as well because it's his constituent, but I don't know if you've seen the story of a, of a school board member who's also a doctor in Senator Rose's district that uh, took a stance on masks in schools as an elected school board member, uh, and he's also a, a doctor in sports medicine. Uh, somebody filed a complaint against him with uh, the Illinois Department of uh, Financial and Professional Regulation. Uh, and uh, he's being investigated now, uh, according to documents that we've received. Uh, what's your reaction to this? Uh, as, as somebody who is, a, you know, he's a doctor, he's a, an elected official to speak for constituents that are closest to him. But now he's being investigated and uh, he claims that uh, his, his livelihood's being jeopardized here. Well, I think that's sort of par for the course these days. You're no longer allowed to have an opinion unless it's popular by, you know, 51% of the public or 51% of the media, really. Um, and so that's troubling. We're a free country. We've got very smart people that sometimes disagree about things. And so we need to allow people to speak. And you know something? If you're elected to the school board and you do something that someone else disagrees with, the proper way to handle that is to then work against that person if that's what you choose to do. And if people that are supporting what this doctor is saying, then they need to work for that person's reelection. So that's the beauty of this country. You can vote at the ballot box, but to try to destroy people's careers over their personal opinions or their capacity as an elected official to make a decision that they think is right is, is not something that we should have in this country. State Senator Steve McClure, thank you so much for uh, taking time with us. And uh, you focused a lot on crime, and I think that really segues into what's next for us here at the uh, Illinois State Fair, and that's connecting with the Crime Stoppers Coordinator, Officer Dorsey, for Sangamon and Menard County. So we'll make that happen next here. Steve, thank you so much for taking time. We'll see you around, all right? Thanks, Greg.